Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, I'm rising and I hope you do too, Buttes, and our technician, Valentine Holmes. Oh, jeez, we've got to get up. The great David Hall's joining oh. us. Uh, absolute legend of wheelchair tennis, Paralympic gold medalist in Sydney. I think for about... Eight years, he was world number one. Paulie, good morning, mate. Welcome back to our show. Good morning, boys. Great to be with you. Uh, gee, it's great to hear your voice, mate. Are you coming to us live from your Mustang, 1967? <laughs> mate, I wish I was. I'm actually sitting in the, the runaround. I mean, I'm in the old Toyota Corolla. Is, is that what you've got, a 67 Mustang? Because that is on my bucket list. Well, you're close. Uh, it's 66. Uh, and I think the, well, every time I pull into a petrol station, I think the, the petrol companies uh, let out three cheers because I'm burning a lot of cash <laughs> put, putting in the fuel. But, uh, I mean, I've had it for 20 years, and it's still as exciting to drive today as, as what it was uh, when I first got it. So, yeah, I just love, I just love driving that car. Yeah. How many times would you fill up on a trip to Queensland? Probably about 47. <laughs> Mate, uh, last night, uh, on paper, it looked like it could have been a challenge for Djokovic, but he gets it done in straight sets, 6-3, 6 in a breaker, 7-5 against Stan Wawrinka. So, I mean, that's a tough second-round match, isn't it? But uh, how do you see this year's tournament? Well, yeah, it is. Uh, it, it is a tough, tough matchup for Novak, but he came through that pretty well. And of course, he's been playing great in the slams already uh, this year. And and of like grass, you'd have to say is probably his best surface. So, look, it is his tournament uh, to lose. I think uh, probably in the other half of the draw, uh, Carlos Alcaraz, the young Spaniard, mm. is the one most likely to give him. Uh, some trouble because I think he's adapted his well, his game well to grass, uh, winning winning Queens last week. So, yeah, I think if it ends up being a Novak uh, Alcaraz final, I think that that'll definitely be one to watch. Where does our man Demonor fit into the equation, uh, Hawley? Um, obviously, with Kyrgios withdrawing just before the start of the tournament. Uh, I guess a lot of our hopes, uh, and when I say our hopes, as in the Aussies, uh, rest solely on Dimino's shoulders. Yeah, Butes, well, it was a tough night last night for Dimino. Uh, he actually went out to, to Matteo Berrettini, uh, the big-serving Italian. So, yeah, tough tough for Alex, you know, come, coming up against those big servers. If you don't take your chances, uh, then, then it's, it's very difficult and... And, you know, Jason Kubler also, he's out. Uh, he lost mm. in four sets to, to Nicholas Jarry from from Argentina. So, yeah, not a, not a great night for the Aussie men. But that's the nature of the beast at Wimbledon. Like, when you come up against the power hitters and the big servers, if you don't you don't take those chances, then then, then you're out. So, yeah, not good for, for the Aussie men. Kokonaka's lost in qualifying. Uh, Kyrgios, of course, you know, had to withdraw. 
before his first match. So, yeah, not, not a good Wimbledon for, for the Australian men. Has it been somewhat overshadowed, the uh, the Wimbledon at the moment? And I know we're only in the first week. And here's a question for you, Hawley, as well. Just like, you know, with the Ashes going on at the moment, like it's really... And, and Tour de France is Tour de France, on. yeah. There's so much happening in world sport. And, and I don't know about you, Hawley, but with Ash Barty no longer playing and without having a, an Aussie at the pointy end, and speaking of Ash Barty, congratulations. Yes. She had a beautiful baby boy through the week, but... Yeah, you know, if there's not an Aussie there, and I'm the same with the superbikes, like once Casey Stoner stopped racing, sometimes you lose a bit of interest in that sport. Mm. What are your thoughts, David? No, you're, yeah, you, you guys are exactly right, I think, because Australians at Wimbledon have had such a rich history over the years. I mean, you go all the way back to, you know, Pat Rafter, Leighton, Philippus, yeah. I mean, they're, they're always in contention, and you go further back to to Cash and, and Nuke and Ken Rosewell and, you know, you go, go a long way back there. But, like, uh, Wimbledon's had such a rich history uh, for Australia that when we have a player that doesn't make the second week, uh, it does... It, I mean, for us, I think it does lose some of its luster, which is which is a shame. And, yeah, you guys are right. There is a lot of other sport going on uh, around the world. So... I guess from that perspective, uh, maybe uh, from an Australian point of view, like we might only tune in to the finals, you know, and see actually who who ends up winning the tournament in, in the final match. But yeah, it is a shame that, that there isn't, you know, an Ash Barty or, or a Kyrgios uh, making a deep uh, second week run. Well, it was only last year Kyrgios was in the final. And um, yeah, it's just hard to believe that, you know, it's, and I guess, again, you know, my, my focus really has been over the last, couple of weeks and in particular the last couple of nights has been the, the cricket and how that's all playing out I find it um, you know riveting to be a part of that but I, I think you're right Holly it'll be towards the final that uh, the interest does spike up and you know obviously with the the, the two that you mentioned uh, Djokovic and uh, Alvarez is that it? yeah that's Alcaraz. Alcaraz Alcaraz yeah yeah you know they're obviously going to be the two guns you know again I, I guess the question for you Holly is you know, he got his 23rd Grand Slam um, at the U.S. Open. Where at the does, French. That's French, sorry, at the French. Where does this now put him if he happens to, um, you know, go on and, and take out the Wimbledon title? And then obviously, you know, how much longer has he got to go? Like, he just seems to be unbeatable at the moment. Yeah, I think he's... Uh, look, if he stays fit and he stays motivated, I think he could have three or four more seasons at this level. And when you think about that, like that, that's a potential, well, that's, you know, 12 slams. So even if you say that, you know, he might win three or four out of the next 12, like that, that would, you know, put him on 26, 27 slams, which is, I mean, that is a Star Wars number. Like that that is incredible. (laughs) It is an incredible number. And when you think of it, if he wins Wimbledon, he'll actually match Margaret Court's 24 slams, uh, which is the most slams that any any player has won in in singles. So, look, I mean, in my mind, in terms of the men, he's the greatest of all time. Uh, Of course, Federer and and Rafa uh, are in the conversation as well. But... But yeah, he just he can win matches when he's not playing in his best, and I think that that is a true champion right there. 
Hey, yeah. boys, just in the last couple of minutes, because we haven't, haven't gotten an Aussie at the pointy end of Wimbledon, let's reminisce about some of the great moments. So I go all the way back, and this is not the Aussies, but I still remember watching Beyond Borg, Martino Navratilova and Chris Everett Lloyd, probably in black and white TV. But if I had to name a great moment for the Aussies, I sat up all night. So we couldn't watch the extended highlights buttes like we can these days. Mm-hmm. I think it was about 2 or 3 a.m. and Pat Cash has won. Jumps in the... Started climbing the grandstand yeah. to get to his Aussie supporters. <laughs> what a night in Australian sport that was. I think maybe circa, if I had to lock in a number, maybe 87? I, I think 87 too, yeah. What about for you guys? I'm similar. I, I, you know, Pat Cash stands out for me. And you know what? It was nice to hear... Hawley, you mentioned earlier, you know, some of those names, the, you know, the Leighton Hewitt, the Pat Rafter, you know, the way that they've gone about it and, and held themselves, you know, Ash Barty and what she's done there, you know, Nick Curious last year. But, yeah, it, we have had such a strong presence there at Wimbledon. And uh, the, the Pat Cash thing stands out for me, no doubt about it. What about you, Hawley? I think you're right. I think it is cashy because I was, I was 17 at the time and I had actually just started uh, hitting balls in terms of wheelchair tennis. So, like, I was just starting to really get back into tennis again. And to see Cashy win that uh, final over over Lendl, which he wasn't really the favourite, and I think Lendl was... He was the player that could never quite get it done at Wimbledon, and everyone thought, oh, he'll beat, you know, Cashy. But uh, Cashy just played a great match that night, and I stayed up all night, watched it, uh, woke up bleary-eyed the, the next morning and uh, was just so happy that, that an Australian had, had won Wimbledon. So, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a heck of an effort from Cashy. And the only slam that he ever won. Like, we thought that he might go on and, and win other slams, but he did lose that, that final against Max Volander at the Australian Open uh, the mm-hmm. next season in five sets. So... Yeah, but no, that, was, that was a great night for Australian sport. Yeah, it, it's funny too that when you look at Ivan Lendl, you maybe think, will there be a better player than Ivan Lendl? I mean, he wins the Australian Open twice, French Open three times, 84, 86, 87. Wimbledon, so he's a finalist twice. US Open, he wins three times, 85, 86, 87. But then we look at these three that have come along. It actually goes into, what? Well, you look at that record, and it's you know at the time it was unbelievable, and phenomenal. Was, yeah, yeah, and he was a you know a player that we just went, wow, how good is the, this guy? But the, the only com- blemish is Wimbledon. Compare that to what Djokovic has done, and suddenly you're rattling off five or six, seven or eight different and, titles. And then after Lendl comes Pete Sampras. Yes. So Pistol I, Pete. Yeah, yeah. We could talk all day about the great moments in tennis. Hey, David Hall, I'm rising again. Standing ovation for you, mate. Great to have you back on the show. Uh, We look forward to doing it again next weekend. Good on you, boys. Take care.